Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fantasy Six Pack Hour with your hosts Joe Bob and AJ Appleton. Touchdown! All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, Mr. AJ Applegarth. Uh, what just happened? Um, I, I don't know what just happened. Um, don't do that. Whoever <laughs> just did that. With me as <laughs> usual, this little guy right here. <laughs> no kidding. Um, <laughs> with me as usual, Mr. AJ Applegarth. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Not much. Ready for uh, Turkey Day to get here so I can just sit, watch football, and not do anything else. <laughs> Yeah, I wish, man. I uh, I got to travel on th- on Thursday, uh, doing a little mini Thanksgiving with with the extended family that day. Uh, so I'll be moving around, but uh, we're gonna do a, a smaller one here with with just us, more traditional one. So it'll be good times, though. I'm looking forward to it. Um, <clears throat> we got a good show today, getting you ready for Thanksgiving week, week twelve of the fantasy football season. Playoffs are right around the corner, everybody. So uh, time to buckle down and make that run for the championship. Uh, but before we get into that, I uh, want to remind everybody, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, uh, leave those comments. Uh, we we appreciate it. And, uh, we, you know, we love hearing from you. And, of course, guys, as you're making that playoff push, as you're making that playoff run, um, you're going to want to be an all-access member of Fantasy Six Pack. Uh, you're going to get access to the award-winning rankings. We've got multiple guys, that, including myself, that are uh, ranking pretty highly over there on fantasy pros um our idp rankings are, are kicking ass too so um go over there and get that and then you know you're going to get all, along with that you're going to get access to all the dfs and the betting advice the projections and then you're going to be able to reach out directly to me aj mike laplante behind the scenes here uh and everybody else at fantasy six pack on our discord in those members only channels and uh yeah, that's 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 where the real action is, man. You get you get all your custom league questions answered there. So uh, without further ado, though, let's jump into our show. And we want to welcome our guest from the NFL Network and uh, Mr. Marcus Grant. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Good. Appreciate the invitation. Good to, glad to be here. Yeah, man. All Thank right. you for coming on. And, uh, 
definitely been a long time uh, but uh it's uh we we are we are happy to have you here and uh looking forward to having a, a great show what's up jamie um so we're gonna start off here there was it, it was a it was a busy week 11 uh <laughs> post week 11 i guess man uh so of course the the Thursday night game brought us a couple of big injuries. Uh, we know Joe Burrow is one out for the rest of the season. Want to get your quick thoughts on how you think this impacts the skill players there for Cincinnati? So you know the main ones obviously Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. And then Higby, when he uh, eventually, not Higby, uh, Higgins, when he eventually comes back, um, you know, kind of how much of a downgrade are you giving these guys with Browning instead of Burrow? Yeah, I mean, obviously everybody takes a hit. Um, I think the guys who take the lowest hit, the least amount of hit, uh, Joe Mixon, because I, I do think they're going to have an increased reliance on the running game just because – you know, you're not going to expect Jake Browning to have to stand back there and throw the ball 25, 30 times a game. If if he is doing that, things have gone wrong for the Bengals. So uh, I think you see a lot of Joe Mixon, maybe even a few dump offs to Joe Mixon. So I think that helps him. And I think Jamar Chase uh, stays fairly steady. I mean, I think everybody does take a step back. But, you know, again, eventually, if you're if you are Jake Browning, you look around and you realize that. Uh, if I'm going to have success, I've got to get the ball in Jamar Chase's hands. So I still think he sees a lot of targets. Um, you know, I, look, T. Higgins, it's going to hurt a little bit, right? He drops from being probably a wide receiver two down to maybe a wide receiver three or four, depending on the, the situation. Tyler Boyd, um, he probably, look, in shallower leagues, you can probably put him back on the waiver wire. In deeper yeah. leagues, I think you hold on to him just because you never know what's going to happen. But I, it's going to be hard, at least in the short term, to get him in the lineup. Um, you know, it's it's worth waiting a week and seeing what, what may be. Watch the Bengals this week, see how things turn out, and then make a further decision from there. But I, I just don't see a real path for Tyler Boyd to be a real fantasy asset for you for the rest of the year with a backup quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And they all, they all take a, they all take a hit. Unfortunately. Um, I I do agree with you. Like we, we got asked a question on Sunday during our, our Sunday morning show. Uh, Should, should we trade Brian or should I accept Brian Robinson and I forget the receiver, uh, Smith the Jigba, and but he didn't need Smith the Jigba. Like he would have never started for his team. He said, hmm. and he would be giving away Chase. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not feeling that. Like I feel like Chase is like volume is still gonna be so heavy, even though it's not great volume now at this point. Like you want that still? Yeah, you do. And I think you know. Look- I was one of the many, many people who thought big things were coming for for JSN this year, and it hasn't really happened yet. I think the last couple of weeks have been a little bit better. They give you a little Mm -hmm. bit more hope, but it's not what you want it to be. Um, Seattle's passing game still funnels heavily through DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, so there's that part of it. Uh, so like that, that seems sort of like an add-on. Like somebody just threw that in to try and add some extra value there. Yeah. 
Um, was it was it Brian Robinson? Was that the running yeah. back? Yeah, I mean they they were they were selling high on Brian Robinson, and, and of course yeah, he went out all of a sudden he had a great game again. But uh. yeah, no, I, and I totally get that. But I do think that Robinson is going to be up and down. I mean, two weeks ago he did it where he had like a hundred yards receiving. I mean that that may yeah. never happen again. Thanks to like you know what I'm saying. Like that's just yeah, that's thanks to like a sixty yard pass. That's that's not his game. So that you know you may never get something like that again. Uh, yeah, I. I if those were the two that were being offered to me, I think I still hang on to Jamar Chase because yeah, even with Jake Browning there, uh, I think his ceiling overall is higher than either of those two guys that were offered to me. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, we, we we told him to uh, to decline that. So on the other side of the field, Mark Andrews obviously um, had that injury as well. So, you know, clear and cut, Mark Andrews decline. Um Thoughts, quick thoughts on Isaiah likely filling in. Uh, people get really excited about this guy. He's shown a couple of you know flashes, but me personally, I, I'm kind of skeptical. Like I don't really know. He just hasn't been as consistent when given a chance to me. I, I think I think Isaiah likely is going to be like a lot of tight ends where you're going to have some, you know, there's the potential for big weeks. Uh, but there's just as much potential for him to give you, you know, two catches for 23 yards, right? Like, I think that those are both in the range of outcomes. What we love is that last year in his rookie season, he had two really big preseason games. And then he had a couple of nice games during the season when yeah. Mark Andrews, Andrews was there, but he wasn't 100% healthy. And there were a lot of weeks where it, it felt like he was a decoy and likely did well in those opportunities. And so I yeah. think that's going to be similar now. I mean, obviously, there's no Mark Andrews, but... Uh, you know, we'll see if Odell Beckham is healthy because he looks like he is kind of getting back into mm -hmm. form a little bit. Zay Flowers is having a great rookie year. We've even seen a few more targets for Rashad Bateman. So I think there will be weeks where Isaiah likely is going to go out and he may get you 12, 15 fantasy points. And there's going to be weeks where he gets you three. I, <laughs> I just I yeah. just think that's going to be the nature of it for him, which honestly what there are there are like maybe five or six tight ends that you can count on right i mean you've got kelsey hawkinson uh kittle uh sam laporta uh i think i'm probably missing one or two in there but but there's not many uh after that you know your your other tight ends they could finish as the tight end seven they could finish as the tight end you know 21 like that's just kind of what it is with the tight end position and i don't yeah. i don't think likely is going to be any different yeah i mean when you get um the, the backup tight end, probably the third tight end for the Chargers scoring touchdowns. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's that's what tight end is. Stone Smart <laughs> is out here scoring touchdowns. Right? And, like, I mean, like, I a uh, little, you know, let you in a little dirty secret. When I do NFL Fantasy Live tomorrow, I may talk of Donald Parham for a little bit just because this is where we are now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Whenever it's out. That's the thing. Yeah, he's been so. all right whenever it was there too, which is really frustrating for somebody who likes Gerald Everett, right? If you've been starting yeah. Gerald Everett, uh, and then Donald Par, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like you start <laughs> Gerald Everett, and then Donald Parham's yeah. the one scoring touchdowns. It, it makes you want to, you know, drive into a wall. <laughs> I, I ultimately grab. I had uh, Everett in Rasbol, and just had him all season as like a backup tight end option, thinking, yeah, he's going to have a couple of games here and there where he's going to get points. I eventually I just had to go out and put a, a dollar or two on Parham because it's like he's just getting the touchdowns. I'm just going to get this guy and then I'll get the best of both worlds. Now that we have to start the guys, I might just skip them all together. But, 
that's part of the problem um yeah i'm I'm on board with you guys with the likely train uh you know as you said obj is starting to to get more active and get more involved um flowers has been awesome this year so i think those are going to be kind of the new safety blanket takeover um for andrews and they they kind of have been these past few weeks and flowers really all season um but likely he'll, i mean he'll be a guy um uh, so that's probably about it yeah just one one last quick thought like um what does this do to Lamar's fantasy values? He's still like top five pretty much every week because of his legs. I, I feel like he hasn't really been running as much the last couple of weeks, but um, I, yeah, he really hasn't been running a lot. I mean, but I think the, because the potential of it is always there, uh, that alone sort of keeps him in the range of, of top five quarterbacks. It's been a weird year because quarterback scoring is down across the board. Um, the fact that everybody makes such a big deal about Josh Allen's turnovers and he does turn the ball over a lot yeah. and he's still the QB one. Right. Um, you know, the fact that we talk about the fact that, you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't really have anybody to catch the football besides Travis Kelsey, but he's still Patrick Mahomes and you're starting him every week. I mean, even with Lamar, uh, you know, at last check, his average yards per game rushing, uh, I believe would be the second lowest of his career if it stays this way through the rest of the season. So he's not running as much, but he's still a top five fantasy quarterback right now. And so I think yeah. that sort of stays the That's same. Huge weeks. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. look, even without Mark yep. Andrews, yeah, sure. It takes a hit the, and, and from the passing game a little bit. But, you know, at any given week, Lamar could you know pop off and run for 80 yards, right? Like you just know that's always in the range of outcomes. So that that makes it hard to really fade him at any point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's had had two games here with, uh, you know, 60, 60 or more yards at double digit carries and then 14 for one one way back in week three. And that's really like his breakout rushing game. Um, other than that, it's it's been pretty mild for him. So I think his hit his you know, his stance doesn't change too much for me. Um, I'm still putting him out there. I'm still starting him every week that I have him. So. All right, let's move into some uh, some running back injuries here. Joseph, what you got? Yeah, so, uh, you know, more more bad news coming out of week 11, obviously, that we got to talk about here. So Aaron Jones is out. It sounds like it's going to be week to week. Uh, Devon A-Chain is, is uh, re-aggravated that knee injury. And then um, KW3 uh, oblique. And if for me, oblique injuries, all I think of is baseball. <laughs> and <laughs> if we know anything about baseball, they take a while sometimes. So uh do not expect um uh yeah Walker. Name. Um Kenneth do not Walker. expect Kenneth him Walker. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. I kept wanting to say Kyron Williams because this is on my brain. But he's he will be back soon, which I know. I, I was I was writing an article earlier today and it was like one of the last play, things I was talking about was Kyron Williams, so that's on my head and KW and I was like, ah, whatever. Anyway, um we don't spend too much time on this, you know. I, I but maybe pick one, Marcus, and and just give us your thoughts, on, like the most impactful one. Yeah, uh, I would probably say the most impactful one might be in Seattle with uh, with with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, and maybe that's because from the moment the Seahawks drafted Charbonnet, I thought he was going to be a threat to Walker's job, and yep. it took a while. Um, Walker held on to that gig for a good long while, but you've seen it over the last few weeks. I think if you go back, 
uh, you know, and this, I know he got hurt this past week, so that maybe doesn't count. But even before that, the three weeks before that, uh, Charbonnet was playing more snaps, and he was starting to close the gap in terms of rushing attempts. Plus, he is a better pass catcher than mm-hmm. Walker is. I mean, Charbonnet is a guy who does have the potential to be a three-down back. We know he can catch the football. The Seahawks are already using him in passing situations and at the two-minute drill, end of half, end of game. So he is able to step into a really big opportunity here without Kenneth Walker. Uh, So I I think he's going to see a lot of volume. I think that's what works in his favor because the schedule certainly does it. If you look at the Seahawks' schedule over the next month, uh, they've got the Niners coming up on Thanksgiving. Uh, They've got the Cowboys, I think, the next week. The week after that, they've got the 49ers again. And then they've got the Eagles. So the next month, uh, (laughs) at least on paper, is not very friendly for Zach Charbonnet. But, again, I don't see anybody there in Seattle that's really going to threaten him for for touches. I, you know, I don't believe in DJ Dallas. Uh, you know, I just I just don't think there's Kenny McIntosh. I know is another guy on that roster. I just don't yeah. see any of these guys getting enough opportunity to really worry you about Charbonnet. And you just hope that the the amount of touches he gets outweighs what the negative potential matchups are. Yeah, I mean, you love the fact that just this past week he got this tar- six targets, caught all six. Wasn't a lot of production from it, but that that's going to carry fantasy value just by itself. I mean, that, that that's gold for a running back. So the volume alone for him puts him into, like, top 15 conversation. And then if, it, if he does happen to get a good matchup, which doesn't sound like he's got one coming up for a while. <laughs> Not soon. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe there's a chance. But um, he's still, in my opinion, pretty pretty locked in starter for probably most fantasy teams for unless you've just unless you're just loaded at running back um that's that kind of volume is is hard to find so um next up here last injury related thing um cooper cup obviously day-to-day with a sprained ankle i don't know i kind of think he misses a game but i mean we could be surprised, but if he does miss, obviously uh, Puka goes right back to his uh, early season role. I would imagine, especially with Kyron Williams coming back, the offense looks like it did early on. Uh, any disagreements with that, or no? I think I think it goes back to being the the Puka and Tutu show. Um, yeah, which again, I think I said earlier in the season, you know, Puka and Tutu sounds like a Disney movie. Um, <laughs> but I I think it goes back to being those two yes. guys. The only concern I have is that lately the Rams' offense has not been particularly good. Um, They've been through a stretch where even getting to 20 points in a game seems to be a struggle for them. There's one game I sort of throw out because it was the game that Stafford was hurt and Brent Rippon started, and I think Mm -hmm. that's sort of like, all right, you know, you can can scratch that one from from the record a little bit. But even with Stafford, they're they're not – scoring a lot of points right now and so I think you're going to see the ceilings for both Nakua and Atwell lowered a little bit beyond that I don't look I'm not going to trust Tyler Higby uh I think uh, was it uh Austin Trammell I I have to stop myself because like I was thinking about him today and I almost called him Alan Trammell so like I you know it's Austin Trammell <laughs> Uh, you know, this, this guy's not playing the middle infield for the Detroit Tigers of the 1980s yeah. like so it's not it's not him um you know, I know he got on the field a lot last week, but I don't, I don't really trust him. So uh, it's pretty much Puka 
a little bit of tutu, but even then, I I don't have the same expectations for them that I did after the first month of the season. Yeah, and and sadly, like it's Higby's not taking advantage of any of this. It seems like so. Um, we wish he would. He's <laughs> yeah, he's seen some decent the, targets, but touchdowns zones. aren't there. So this what it is. Um, all right, so we're gonna jump into our kind of like pseudo rankings talk, but uh, we do it via start sick questions, but we actually have a real start sick question from a viewer here. Dion, I think Mike, you want to pop it up on screen here? Who's asking, should we flex Kamara or Dell? Uh, I did yes. not memorize the schedule, <laughs> but um, my rankings say if anybody else wants to answer, I got to go find them first. I know Dell is playing the Jaguars this week. I know that Jags. much yep. uh, for sure. The Saints Say, have Falcons. Falcons. Yep. Yeah. Um, so for me, here's the, here's the question with Kamara. Is it Derek Carr or is it Jameis? Ooh, um, that's a good, that's yeah. a good question. And I, I think it's going to be Carr. Uh, that was the thing that the, the Saints said before the bye. He got hurt. It was like concussion protocol slash yeah. a shoulder injury. Uh, and the the thought was they had the bye, and that was going to be enough to get Carr healthy again. If it's Carr, uh, then I might go with Kamara because he's more mm -hmm. likely to, to kind of check the ball down. If it's Jameis, Jameis is going to throw YOLO balls downfield. <laughs> Um, that's Olave gonna be great. lives. It's going to be great for Olave. It's going to be great for Rashid Shahid. It's not going to be great for Alvin Kamara. So if if it's Derek Carr, which I think it's going to be, uh, then I'm probably going to go with Kamara. If it's somehow Jameis, then I go Tank Dell. And there's definitely no Michael Thomas. He got put on the IR. No today Michael too, Thomas. So no. you know that that also helps Kamara a little bit too. So um, yeah, I'm still Kamara. Um, Jawan Johnson sighting. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> It's a scam. Oh, no. <laughs> our, our favorite, Taysom. Uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. Do we have another one here? from him. Oh, we also asked Metcalf or Dell. Uh, I'd... I would probably go Dell over Metcalf. Yeah, that's always uh, tough. Those t you know Metcalf can just ball out, liners. but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. go Dell. Also, Metcalf may have Drew Locke this week. Uh, yeah. I know, I know oh, Gino was limited that. at practice oh, right. today, but you know we'll see what happens. It's a short week, so it, it very well could be Drew Locke. And if it's Drew Locke, I don't, I don't think I really want to mess around with any Seahawks receivers. I mean, is uh, DK is kind of banged is, up too, isn't he? Guys saying DK is injured. Oh. Is that? Did I miss that? <laughs> uh, he's questionable right now. Uh, We're all questionable in, in our own way. I know yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was born questionable, and I have not changed since. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, it misses yeah. practice Tuesday. It's been obviously track what my calves doing. Sounds, then, it sounds like he's probably going to be okay. I sound like Dell better personally. Um, yeah, but it's it's Dell regardless. So, all right, so let's jump into our first question. And uh, Mike, voice in the sky, goes on and uh, asks. So you have the floor, Mike. All right. And since uh, you're our special guest, Marcus, you get to go first. Um, don't worry. Once you go first, it's all over with. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, We're going to start off with the QB here. 
And uh, who are you starting this week? You got Dak Prescott versus the Commanders or CJ Stroud against the Jaguars? I'm going Dak here. Uh, it's a good question, though. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's just a slam dunk, but I'm going Dak. I mean, dude's been red hot. Uh, what over the last month, I think he's the QB one, 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. And really, actually, since that game against the 49ers, when the Cowboys got thumped and Dak looked awful, uh, he's been really, really good since then. So yeah. I'm going to stay with him, not to mention the fact that they get a commander's defense that just got torched by Tommy DeVito. Um, you know, uh, look, I... I, I do low, I do low key think though that I think Jags Texans might be one of the more fun games of the week. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a huge game in the division and everything. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But I think in terms of just straight up fantasy production, I think I want Dak this week. Yeah, uh, I agree. And it's a Thanksgiving home game. Dallas does like to score a lot of points on those games. It feels like yeah. so. Yeah, I, I mean, everything you said, I mean, Washington's just abysmal. Yeah, you can't lose to a third or fourth <laughs> string quarterback, whatever he ended up being. Uh, that, that was that was bad. They made him look really, really, really good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks to uh, MVS missing that catch last night. And um, that allowed, I guess, the Eagles to get out of being the worst uh, team against opposing quarterbacks. So <laughs> thank you, Chiefs, for not having a, a good receiving crew. Um, back all the way for me, too. Yeah. I mean, I love what Stroud's done. He's He's been awesome so far this year. Should get rookie of the year offensive. Um, so I'm, I'm leaning back on this pretty easy. All right. It started off that way last week, a clean sweep. All right. It, it's going to get tougher, I promise. <laughs> Next quarterback question here, Joe. You get to go. Justin Herbert against Baltimore or Brock Purdy against the Seahawks? I might shock you. I'm going Purdy. Uh, Baltimore, Baltimore is nasty, man. Uh, they've had a couple down games defensively, but overall, man, they're they're just tough and and man, there's just something missing in LA, man. It's not it's not clicking. He's had he's had some really nice games, but like last week wasn't pretty. Um, they they should have won that game in my opinion, uh, but you know they they lose it. What uh, what was it like twenty one to twenty or something close? Like it was like stupid twenty three twenty. Yeah, I mean they they scored oh twenty one twenty was the uh, Denver game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know they only scored twenty points. Like uh, you expect this offense to just be able to rightful off more points than that uh you know Eckler was shut down and you know if, if Keen is not just going off then it doesn't feel like they really have anybody else to be able to help out you know Quentin Johnston just keeps dropping passes left and right and so um going against that Baltimore defense especially at Baltimore no thanks I'll, I'll take I'll take Purdy even though it's in Seattle Purdy's been you know now that Debo is back he that team is looking like it did early on again and they're going to be tough to beat uh yeah no i'm with you i'm taking purdy in this one um just i don't i don't love the matchup and i feel like herbert has a similar issue to patrick mahomes in that you know, with Mahomes, you know the ball's probably going to go to Travis Kelsey most of the time. I think with Justin Herbert, you know it's going to go toward Keenan Allen most of the time because there's nobody else there that you feel comfortable throwing right. the football to on a regular basis. I, I look at the fact that 
Um, how deep down the depth chart have they gone, right? They lose Mike Williams. Jalen Guyton was hurt last week. And even then... They've lost Palmer, too. They lost Josh yeah. Palmer. Um, even then, you know, Quentin Johnston still had just about the same number of targets as he always did. I mean, you would figure when everybody else is gone, it would just be like, all right, now we're going to throw to Quentin Johnston. And even then... Uh, that was sort of break glass in case of emergency. I, you, you just you just get the sense that Herbert does not trust him. Um, so it's so at that point it gets really hard. Where do you go? I mean, look, we just we just sat here and talked about Donald Parham and Stone Smart. That's where the Chargers <laughs> are right now. That's yes. where we're at. Um, you know, and throwing throwing the fact that they got to go against the Ravens defense. Uh, give me Brock Purdy all day. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you guys on Purdy. Um, you know, for, for being such a hater on him. Uh, I mean, dude's been balling out uh, and I got to give him his props. They're due. I mean, he's been, he's been awesome for, for the majority of the season. And I also look back at, at Herbert, what he just did, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, sorry, uh, at the jets who were the, you know, tied for fifth or sixth, I believe against opposing quarterbacks, uh, you know, averaging right now about 15 fantasy points, um, Baltimore is second, adver- averaging about a little over 12 and a half. He put up uh, a whopping 7.14 points um, in my sleeper league. So that still sits in my brain, and that's going to be what he puts up this week. It's going to be similar. So I'm going with Birdie. All right. Uh, we right. do have another question before we move on to running backs. Looks like uh, Jay Money bunch of numbers uh 20 drop george pickens for Cortland sutton half ppr uh yeah i would yeah i probably would too although i mean with matt canada gone i don't know do that's you have, like that's like i, I don't know like, yeah, i want to wait i want to wait and see i want to wait and see what what's going to happen with pickens now that there's a new offensive coordinator i just yeah. i want to know Will they let George Pickens run more than just go routes, right? I mean, when when Deontay Johnson was hurt, they had him running a wide variety of routes, and he got a lot of targets, and he was really mm-hmm. productive, and it was really super cool. And then Johnson comes back, and basically they just went to George Pickens. They're like, hey, man, just run straight, and maybe once in a while we'll throw it to you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just want to see if this new OC is going to allow Pickens to have a, a bigger of a wider route tree. Uh, so that's that's the only reason I would be hesitant to just straight up drop George Pickens right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm Why guessing is this Sutton isn't out there in your league. I know. This yeah, has that to part be a too. Shallow league. That's the, that, that's that the bigger part question also. for me. Um, and to yeah, me, it's the quarterback. Like Russ isn't awesome anymore, but he's then Pickett. So I, I would trust I would trust Wilson to get Cortland Sutton the ball more than. Uh, pick it to get Pickens the ball. So, yeah. Uh, that's all right. Just... Moving into running backs, running backs here, Mike. All right, AJ, and you brought it up. You get to start it off. Oh, all right. This one is a realistic question because of the Kamara suspension. But you want Saquon Barkley versus the Patriots this week, or Alvin Kamara versus the Falcons? I mean, again, I kind of feel like it depends on the quarterback um that's playing but ah yeah the giants just suck 
Hashtag. <laughs> uh, Except when they're playing the Commanders. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, like, that's awesome. Can, they're like, can we just play I'm not wearing my, uh, my Commanders hat this week? Uh, yeah, I would have uh, made fun of you for doing so. Um, I, damn, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saquon unless Carr's playing. I'm definitely all in on Kamara over Barkley. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Kamara over Barkley. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think Bill Belichick allows Devito to do to them what what he did to the Commanders. Like, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I think I think they're gonna sit here and they're gonna figure out. Look, if we take away Saquon Barkley and we make Devito have to throw to I don't know, take your pick, Darius Slayton. Wandale Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, uh, you know, I I would feel pretty good about my chance. Well, I say that, but then I thought about who's the the Patriots quarterback, and I don't think we know the answer to that. So um, that's true. Yeah, still up look, in the air. And I I would say that if you like offense, I wouldn't watch this game because I don't think be it's going to awesome be awesome game. Devito versus Zappy. Woohoo! I mean, it's just going to be <laughs> dumb football, right? Like if you That'd are if you are a sicko. Then I think you absolutely watch this game, but for the rest of us who value our mental health, uh, yeah. maybe just maybe just you know maybe just watch Red Zone. Hey, our, Scott Hanson, Scott Hanson will show you all it. the things you need. Just go outside, you know? go outside and breathe go, in go the touch, fresh as air. They, as the kids say, go touch grass, right? <laughs> yeah. like, just go <laughs> climb a tree, oh, rescue man. a cat. You know, why not? Anything <laughs> other than watch this game. Yeah. Uh, to finish it off, I'm with you guys, Kamara. Um, I mean Bar- Barkley's. I mean, we talked. It's funny enough. Uh, I got asked the question this past Sunday by Mike about my rankings, and that I had Barkley a little lower in the rankings than some others. And of course, he goes out and busts out an RB one for the week, naturally. But I mean, my point still stands. Like he's he hasn't been great for the last month and change. <laughs> and it's all because the quarterback play there, like the the offense can't stay on the field. So that limits his upside. And so I put him at like RB 13 or whatever it was. And, you know, I was wrong, but I think more weeks I'm going to be right than than wrong with that ranking. It so. was a, it was a process was right. Result was wrong. And yeah. it was... I mean, who knew the commanders were just going to be like, nah, we're good. We're not going to play today. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, gosh, darn it. You guys are clean sweeping me. I don't like it. All right, we're going to get one here where you guys disagree. Marcus, who are you starting this week? Bijan Robinson coming off the bye against the Saints or the red-hot Javante Williams against the stout Cleveland Browns? Yeah, I don't love the matchup, but I'm still going with Javante Williams. And this is only because at least his head coach has a coherent thought process when it comes to offensive player usage. You know, like um, – the. I, I guess I throw an asterisk on here because we still can't figure out why Sean Payton won't play Marvin Mims. But in terms of like all the other guys that we actually really truly do care about, like Payton gets them on the field and gets them the ball. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I have confidence that Williams is going to get touches, whereas Arthur Smith just decide he may just decide that he's going to use Bijan Robinson as like a fullback for Tyler Algier for four quarters. Like, <laughs> and then afterwards he'll go back and he'll, he'll blame it on fantasy football. So, or he's got a sore um, throat, so he just sits on the sideline. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Know. We have no idea, right? Like he might have bubble <laughs> guts, and like nobody smoke. tells us about it until like the second quarter. Who has who has any idea? So, uh, yeah. for that reason, yeah, I'm going to go Javante Williams. 
I'm going Bijan. I, I don't like it. I the matchup <laughs> for Javante is is brutally bad. Victory. And, and so yeah, aren't you happy, Mike? I did it just for you. Uh <laughs> no, nah, but it is Bijan. I mean, look, we saw it last game. Bijan f- seemed to have turned a corner with the usage. You know, we saw him finally get back over 50% rushing attempts for the, you know, for the team. He ran pretty much all of the running back routes, which he has ran a ton of those all year. That's not really much different, but it was actually even more. I don't know. Maybe there's just something that happened in practice, you know, where, you know, Arthur Smith came out and said something about he needed to like do things away from the ball or whatever garbage he said. And I don't know, maybe Bijan finally proved that he could or something. I, I Who knows? But man, you've got to hope that that just carries forward, right? And it's getting toward the end of the season. Your season's pretty much lost. You're going back to Desmond Ritter. Use B. John Robinson, <laughs> right? Like The one thing I'll say about Javante is like, <clears throat> they did not use him in the passing game at all last week, which no. was weird. They brought in P. Ryan a Two ton. They brought in Jill, uh, McLaughlin a bunch. When they needed to pass the ball, Williams wasn't really on the field. So that kind of worries me with with him going forward. I was really hyped on on Williams a couple of weeks ago. Last week kind of scared me off of him just slightly. Well, I mean, but I think that has always been the case. Um, where it's been, it's been uh, Samaja P Ryan in the passing game. I mean that that yeah. is it really a new thing that does give P Ryan a little bit of value. I mean, Jaleel McLaughlin is is very much the odd man out in this whole group uh, for sure. Um, but I just, you know, I think overall, I still like Williams's opportunity and he's yeah. getting the ball down near the goal line. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're not wrong when you talk about, uh, you know, the way things work in the passing. Well, he was, he was at least seeing like in week eight and week 10, Williams was at least seeing 11 routes run. Now he was only three and four targets, but last week he only ran four routes. That's yeah. like, whoa, that's kind of weird. The huge drop yeah. off. Now it was game script. Probably they were behind a bunch. And so they just threw him in P Ryan and he ran a crap ton of routes, caught, you know, seven passes or whatever it was. So um, that, that probably has a lot to do with it. So maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. The matchup isn't good either, though. So that's yeah, well, I mean, McLaughlin did have five catches uh, this past week. He did. Too. It was for 14 yards. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, obviously P Ryan is and should be the one to be favored there for the receiving. Uh, I am going to go with Javante, though. I think that you know Cleveland has been awesome against the run all season, but they have dropped off a little bit more recently. Um, you know, obviously Arizona was nothing against them, but Baltimore had a big game against them. Pittsburgh had a good game against them. You know, putting up 164 yards this past weekend from the running backs. So, um, I think Cleveland is becoming a little more susceptible to the rush. Whereas New Orleans is still just dominant, so uh, I'm I'm leaning Javante. All right, well I got what I wanted, so we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I, I did lie a little bit, Marcus. You do have to go one more time first. Okay. <laughs> but you get to start us off with our wide receivers, which is the most fun in, segment in this one because you get three options. You get to start two and sit one. You want Tank Dell this week versus the Jaguars, Puka Nakua against the Cardinals, or DJ Moore against the Vikings? 
this is for me. It's it's Tank and DJ. Um, yeah, and even though Nakua looks like he's probably going to step up and get more opportunities with no Cooper Cup, I just have real concerns about the Rams' offense right now. I mean, Stafford has not looked great. They, like I said earlier, they can't move the ball. They can't score points. I feel confident that the the uh, Texans are going to score, um, and I just like DJ Moore a lot better with Justin Fields. I mean, I think we saw that immediately Fields comes back, and right away DJ Moore goes back to you know putting up points, putting up fantasy points, putting up touchdowns. Um, Moore wasn't bad with Tyson Bajant, but you know it's it's a different situation, right? I mean, you have your QB one back, so uh, I like him. I like Tank Dell. Those are the two guys I go with. So I'm actually going Puka and I'm going Dell. I do like more. This is super tight for me. Um, I just I love the volume that we're gonna expect Puka to get. Um, Dell and DJ Moore are actually back to back in my like super early rankings right now. These, these are gonna change by Thursday morning, absolutely, and then even more over the weekend probably. But um, Dell and Dell and Moore are are back to back on each other, so. Uh, but it slightly leans Dell. Um, as, as you said, Marcus, I think that game's going to be really fun to watch, a lot of offense. And so uh, expect fireworks there. And yeah, I mean, again, Puka is just, you know, if Cooper Cup really does miss the week, I mean, 12, 13, 14 targets for Puka, that, that's hard to match. Yeah, I think uh, I'm definitely starting Dell. For me, I. I think I'm going to lean DJ more. Um, I, I love the fields is back now. Uh, and like you said, Marcus, he wasn't like horrific with Bajent there, but he just wasn't the same either. So Puka has been, you know, a great story this year, Arizona in Arizona. I mean, that that's in theory on paper, the better matchup against receivers. But I just think that, you know, the, the quarterback position there is just scary to me. Stafford has not been great recently, as we already talked about. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe Carson Wentz. We get a sighting of uh, of Wentz. So that scares the <laughs> crap out of me. Um, <laughs> so I'm going more in Dell as well. All right. All right. So, Joe, you got our next one here. And we already talked about him a little <laughs> bit, but you want Jamar Chase against the Steelers? Adam Thielen against the Titans or Calvin Ridley coming in hot in that, you know, that exciting game against the Texans. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting Calvin Ridley here and, and, and really this is just more of, we haven't seen it more than one game out of every five. It feels like from this guy. So I, I know the matchup's good and, you know, I know a lot of people are really scared off a of chase. I'm still going back to the well there. I want to see, you know, he's he's going to get peppered with targets. I, I, I had to believe, like, Browning didn't look great, but he didn't look completely lost either. Like, he he looked okay. Um, Give him a week to run with the first team. Who knows? We could be super surprised that, you know, he can be a serviceable quarterback. We, we've seen, we've been surprised. I mean, come on, who would have come into the season thinking, you know, uh, uh what am I thinking? Uh, Dobbs. Dobbs. Thank you. I wanted <laughs> yeah. to say Dobbs. I was like, that's not right. It's Dobbs. Yeah, Dobbs. The, the Dobbs was like a guy that we all were like, oh, man, he's the savior for Minnesota. Like, no way. Weirder things have happened. So give me Chase. Give me Thielen. Um, 
I mean, Ridley's like that. He's got probably the higher ceiling out of the two, shockingly, uh, especially with Chase dealing with Browning. Um, but it just has these games where he just disappears too, and that that scares me. Yeah, I mean, I'm going Chase just because we talked about it. The ceiling is is really high for him. I mean, he you know he can you know, catch a couple of passes, break a couple tackles, and suddenly the next thing you know, he's over 100 yards and a touchdown or two. Um, even with Jake Browning. So I like him. And I'm going to go with Thielen just because the floor is safer. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. been more consistent week to week. Uh, like, I, I'm sort of buying into this idea that, that Calvin Ridley is better with Zay Jones on the field. I know that was kind of a talking point this week. And I'm kind of buying into it, but... Uh, there's still always the chance he goes back to the you know the the three catches for 30 yards or whatever it is, uh, which doesn't get you much, and then it ends up being another Christian Kirk game. So I I yeah I that's my fear the too. lack of consistency yeah. for Calvin Ridley. So give me Chase and Thielen. Well, and Zay Jones is back, another game under his belt. Yeah. He just you know he kind of muddles things up as well. So yeah, I mean he does, but. The past two games he's played, he's got nine total targets um, and no receptions, I believe. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's that's carries. All right. Yeah, never mind. I was like, I was what? Like, that, does not, that does not work. That does You'll win the work. argument he, if it's he's carries. Got, he's got seven receptions <laughs> on the nine targets, but only 43 yards. Um, I'm not super worried about Zay Jones coming in and all of a sudden, like, being Christian Kirk or Calvin Ridley, but I, I get that his presence does kind of screw things up a little bit. I'm leaning Chase um, and Thielen just because I think the matchups are better for the two of them. So we actually do have a couple of questions that uh, for that have players in this question. So the first here from Dion um, Flowers or Ridley. That... I'd probably go Zay Flowers against the Chargers because yeah. Chargers defense is not good. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Zay Flowers and especially no Mark Andrews. I think I think that means more for Flowers. I mean Zay Flowers was a bogus holding call away from having a phenomenal yeah. week last week. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. I'm slightly in the Ridley. I get the the Flowers argument though. Um, it's 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 really close for me. This is half PPR that I'm looking at too. So I guess if you're going full, then I I'd probably lean uh, Flowers. Yeah, I think Flowers is gonna have a, a nice day. So, and then we had another one. Um. Oh yeah. Do we think Adam Thielen is gonna stay in the top ten? all year um uh i don't but i don't yeah, think I don't, he, I, I don't think he falls off a cliff um yeah. like i thought last week was a week to get away from thielen i'm like to play in the cowboys nobody else can get open dallas can just take him away and and you know it'll be fine uh and he went out he had a pretty good game he, anyway so cowboys, at this point, cowboys get eaten up by the slot yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling Thielen was going to do all right. So, I mean, I think I think that sort of keeps him in the range. Um, like, I don't know that he finishes in the top ten, but like I said, I don't I don't think he just completely falls apart down the stretch. Yeah, I, I would find it hard to think that he can stay in the top ten, but I mean, he's got Tennessee this week, 
definitely favorable for him. Then Tampa, he's got twice if you're including week 18. Um, yeah, New Orleans, Green Bay, Atlanta, uh, Jacksonville. So, I mean, it's possible, but I think he maybe just finishes like in just in the top 15 or, or right past it. So, yeah, I mean, over the last three weeks, play. he's been like receiver 32 in points per game, and that's PPR. And, you know, you, you would imagine he'd be, he'd be a little bit higher up there because of the volume he gets. But I, I think teams are starting to really catch on that. Oh, that that's the guy we need to cover. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, he's, he's going to struggle that way a little bit too. So just a little nugget too. I know Frank Reich took over the play calling last week as well. So I don't know if that maybe plays into the, maybe. you know, into Thielen's, you know, role in that offense. Yeah, possibly. I think he'll be I think he'll be all right the rest of the way. Uh do I play Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, or Stevenson at Flex? My other running backs are JT and Brees. Um, so I think if Cup's healthy, if he is active, you play him. If yeah. not, um and I hate playing uh, Stevenson's kind of banged up too. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think it's Kyron for me because I, I don't I don't think Cup's gonna play. Um, I don't either. I don't either. I just um, I don't I don't really see him playing. So I think I think you know, with as you mentioned, Stevenson banged up in that game. Again, like don't 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 force yourself to have to watch Giants and Patriots. Like don't. So, <laughs> um, start start Kyron Williams just yeah. just so you don't have to watch ugly football. Yeah. I, I, I better match up anyways. Too. So. Although you do have to worry first game back, maybe they kind of bring him into the offense a little slower. We've seen that with a lot of running backs yeah. this year. But yeah. they don't come in, they, except for like David lately. Montgomery, they don't come don't, back from IR and like boom, get you know. I don't. I don't. One, I don't. I don't think Mick Sean McVay is going to do that. Also, the fact that they just they put Daryl Henderson out to pasture today. <laughs> like, thank you for your service. Now, GTFO. <laughs> Um, that to me says, yeah, we're, we're waiting for Kyron to come back. Yeah. When, when yeah. Royce Freeman passes you last week, um, you, you know, it's not good. <laughs> I, yeah. That was, that was heart, heart wrenching for me. Cause I had to play Henderson in the league. I was like, why? why? <laughs> All right. Uh, Oh, another question. Should I trade DeAndre Swift for Bijan Robinson? No, dynasty, I mean, yes. Yeah, I guess in dynasty, I would definitely but want Bijan. I think in this year, long, I, I think I'd rather have year, Swift. The, I'd rather the, have Swift. The Eagles are going to score more. Yeah, and if they finally pull their heads out of their asses like they did last night and get him the damn ball, he's going to do something with it. He he was one of the best players on the field last night. So, as somebody who has DeAndre Swift on a number of teams, I can't tell you how much I hate the brotherly shove. <laughs> because like how often he gets down close and like he gets yeah, tackled around like, the two uh, and then here comes Jalen Hurts and Jason yeah. Kelsey just shove him on into the end zone. I'm like, you know, just one time, man. You can just turn yeah. around and hand it off. That'd be just nice. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Well, yeah. This is the shoving, season of sharing. Shoving it's is annoying. Season. <laughs> so. I mean, I, I like it, but I hate it as a DeAndre owner too. <laughs> yeah. All right, just one last one. Man. Keep coming. Jeez. Gus Edwards, Pacheco, uh, Kamara, Kittle need one running back and one flex. 
Hmm. Kamara. Oh, this is a tough one because I would start Gus. I'd start Kamara. Like I'd start Kittle. Yeah. Um. Wow. I mean, I'd Who even maybe, I'd even start Pacheco. I mean, Pacheco against the Raiders. Back. Like. And, wow. Um. I'd lean Edwards and Kittle. I'm gonna say Edwards and Kittle, but I need to know who the other tight end is. Like, how do you have Kittle and somebody better than that? <laughs> right? At, at tight end. Unless, unless this is just a league where it's just you know all flexes or something. I do play in a yeah, league where it's like true. you have a quarterback and then a whole bunch of flexes. So maybe that's what it is. Huh. Um, I'm gonna stick with it. Edwards and Kittle for me. Oh, he has Kelsey. That's why. Oh. Oh. Okay. Which is basically uh, a humble brag. Edwards yeah. and Edwards. And well, Kelsey. I had I was gonna say, I mean, unless you have a Kelsey or an Andrews, but I'm probably Andrews going I'm probably going Kamara. Let's see Pacheco, man, but like he doesn't score touchdowns. No. It's so frustrating. Nine um, touchdowns since week seven for Gus Edwards. Yeah, yeah. he's he's ridiculous. Gus. They get down there and, and as somebody who has Lamar, I'm like, dude, run the ball with Lamar. That's what you're there for. <laughs> Damn it. Like Damn it, Gus Bus. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I see the argument for for Gus. Uh, I could get on board with that. Uh, I mean, Kamara it sucks too because sucks to sit Kittle. But I've been all about like start all your running backs against the Raiders too, which would be yeah. Pacheco. But I mean, with all the other guys there, um, it's hard to make a case for him. They just spread the ball out, or you know, they they run him a lot. And he runs hard. They just don't get yeah, the ball. He looked too. It matters too. He did, yeah, and then 19, they would like stop 19, running and they'd get times. close, and they'd be like, "Nah, we're good. You, yeah, we're we're just gonna pass. We're gonna throw it to someone who's gonna drop gonna the work. ball." Justin Watson, you're up. Yeah, it, it it's very bizarre that they do not use Pacheco in in uh, inside like the ten yard line very much. Yeah. All right, Mike. Last receiver question. Let's uh, let's move on here. Yes, sir. And AJ, you get to start it off. Oh, Garrett fantastic. Wilson. <laughs> against the Dolphins with Tim Boyle, Cortland Sutton versus the Browns, or Chris Godwin against the Colts. Who are you sitting? Who am I sitting? Well, you got to start Garrett, two. You're sitting Garrett one. Wilson. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to sit Wilson. I mean, as, as much as I feel like this game, you know, they're going to need to throw it, but I, I don't know Tim Boyle from the guy at my grocery store who cuts the, you know, the shrimp and the meat. Um, they would probably do just as well. This Tim week. Boyle, who works in maybe the deli department, I think they're the same <laughs> guy. Um, so he, he may be multifaceted, but he's not a quarterback. Is is what what I'm getting at? Um, no, I mean clearly he is, but yeah, Sutton is just a touchdown machine. We've seen it. I'm definitely starting him. Godwin against Indy. I just like the matchup better. You know what you're getting with uh, with Baker, at least. Um, as somebody who once worked in a job where I had to cut fish uh, at a supermarket, um, I don't That's know if I should feel offended or complimented I, by that. No, <laughs> see, I feel like I can speak on this because I also worked at a seafood only you know, market. I, I worked there. I worked, I worked in the seafood seafood. department. 
I, so. I did in college. I worked a seafood yeah. counter at a, at a supermarket for uh, for a summer. So I don't know if I should feel offended or, or complimented that you you know basically compared my job to an NFL quarterback's. Yeah. Uh, but exactly. it is enough that I'm I'm not going to play Garrett Wilson. I mean, did you throw the fish like I do in the Seattle market? No, no. I was not oh, quite okay. that. Right. Uh, uh, I wasn't well. quite that advanced. No, I I, I, I threw fish, but I, it wasn't like that. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to trust an 18 year old kid to be tossing fish across a supermarket at that point. Um, yeah. Go long. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No. I look. Tim Boyle, I think the most telling stat about Tim Boyle is that during his college career, three years at UConn, uh, he had one touchdown pass and 13 interceptions, like for his entire career. Um, I don't know what his high school numbers were. I would hope that he threw more touchdowns and interceptions in high school, but I can neither confirm nor deny that. Uh, That doesn't make me excited about starting Garrett Wilson. Um, so by default, I go Sutton and Godwin in this one. Um, I also just say that, you know, for weeks now, Jets fans and a lot of people in general have been saying, like, uh, it can't get any worse than Zach Wilson. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Hold my beer. Right. Like, well, <laughs> we're going to find out this week whether or not that's true, because, you know, it could be a be careful what you wish for situation. I'll show yeah. you, Fireman Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the only thing that is in Wilson's favor is the fact that, you know, they're playing Miami, so maybe they get behind. But, I mean, that defense is good, so it could just be a close, drag-out, boring game. shopping. No one's going to be even watching this game, I feel. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I've pretty much committed to – helping put up christmas decorations with the wife oh, on friday yeah, i'm not, I'm not i don't so, care about this game but so. yeah it's i'm sitting wilson i can't do it with him right now i, I there's you know, there's backup quarterbacks to come in and you're like ah, i don't like this but I mean, all right boyle's like what who no i'm good yeah. move on <laughs> yeah yeah this is a situation huh? where jake browning doesn't look so bad does it <laughs> jake browning tommy devito yeah, uh, Davida's like, look, Nathan, I, at least at least we're not asking questions about the Giants receivers because <laughs> we know better than that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Marcus, you get to finish us off with the tight end one here, and I wanted to sneak Isaiah Likely in here because of the Mark Andrews injury. You get uh, Likely against the Chargers or Evan Ingram against the Texans. As much as I know Likely is getting hyped up this week, and I understand that, I'm still going to go with Ingram just because he has been – he's been meh, but he's been consistently meh all year long, <laughs> yeah. um, as as a as a good friend of mine would say. he's Evan Ingram is oatmeal, right? We're like, oatmeal is fine, right? It's filling. It will sustain you. It's reasonably healthy. But if you go out to breakfast with friends and family, you're not like, "Mm, let me get some of that oatmeal. Like, you're not ordering that when you go out to brunch. Uh, But it's good enough. And that's sort of been Evan Ingram. Uh, And I, so I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to plant my flag. Evan Ingram scores a touchdown this week. He finally gets in the end zone this week. Yeah. Uh, I hope you are right. Yeah. So Um, I, I will take his consistency with the touchdown upside over the mystery box that is Isaiah Likely. Hundred percent agree. I mean, I've been saying it, can, it all, yeah. all year. People, are, we get questions about Emmett Ingram all the time, and I'm like, the dude's third in tight end targets this year. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get and the mystery I, I, you box know, or the boat. 
I will. Uh, I it could will be anything. It could even be a boat. You know. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I'll close out the the sweep here with Ingram. Um, you know, Texans are not good against the uh, the tight end position. So, you know, we're sitting here talking about Ridley, Zay Jones, and and Kirk, and hell, this could just be a, a an Ingram game, honestly. So, uh, I will uh, I will gladly take that call that he gets into the end zone. Hopefully, he does, and um, I'm going Ingram. So. That's uh that's all we got for the start sit section yeah. of the show here. Um, now we get into some fun with the hashtag silly string picks. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, Marcus, a little explanation here for those listening and watching. Uh, what we do is uh, we pick a player, a non-quarterback player. And we take their projection for the week and we say whether or not we think that player will go over or under it. If we lose, we need to get silly stringed, record it, and post it on social media with the hashtag silly string picks. You are more, everybody is welcome to join us. Uh, just uh, when I tweet out the show, find it and, um, or just, or just tag silly string picks on, on Twitter and I will find it and uh, get you, get you, uh, involved as well i did not do my homework before the show because i'm not used to doing it on tuesday it's usually on thursday but so i i don't have the winners or losers from last week although i know i lost um thanks tony pollard for finally scoring a touchdown um but love it (laughs) do not have my video yet also not used to having it ready by tuesday but that being said uh marcus we will start with you uh if you're yeah. willing to have some fun with us. Sure, and, uh, why not? Um so I was, I was I was going through and looking at them and then I had to remind myself that this is half PPR cuz I'm like these numbers look ridiculously low. I'm going to oh, take right, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I know right? that's I was like 19 for Christian McCaffrey. That's ridiculous. And then I was like, "Oh wait, it's half PPR. Let me think about this again." Um so <laughs> Yes. So I scrolled down and I am going to throw my lot in with Stefan Diggs going against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he is right now at 14.3 uh, P- uh, half-point PPR points. Um, the last two games have not been great for Diggs. I think he's got something like 60 yards, I think, combined over the last two weeks. Um, you know, I haven't seen any angry Trevon Diggs tweets, so I don't know how that's working out at the moment. But uh, I think the fact that it's two weeks in a row that haven't been great for him. They've got the new offensive coordinator there, Joe Brady, taking over after Kim Dorsey was fired. A game that should be very high scoring between the Bills yep. and the Eagles and an Eagles secondary that still gives up plays. Okay. I know there were no Chiefs wide receivers that had a big game fantasy-wise uh, on Monday night. On but, that's but it's because that's because they kept dropping the football, right? I mean, Justin Watson had drops. And everybody remembers, obviously, the, the MVS drop that – potentially could have won the game for Kansas City if he catches it. Um, Mm -hmm. Those guys are not Stephon Diggs, and they're not a motivated, upset about not getting enough targets, Stephon Diggs. So uh, even at 14-plus points, I'm going to take Diggs against the Eagles this week. I like it. I mean, I I agree with that. I think it's happening. Um, yeah, Watson. The only saving grace with Watson is that I felt like it was a Watson game, so I grabbed him up in in a couple of my DraftKings pickums, and uh, he, he 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 balled out for me. He got the touchdown. Drops, yeah, I, no, exactly. those I drops kind of hurt. I'm like, I had oh, to. I picked on, up. Uh, 
I picked up MVS in King's Classic because we like we were out players, and I was sitting yeah. there like messaging Keith and was like, "Hey man, um, you want to just take a stab at the Kansas City offense, MVS?" He's like, "Sure." Did it and then, like the pass got thrown and I was like, "Yes, no, <laughs> <laughs> what happened?" <laughs> we won uh, anyway, oh. but it was still like, "Oh my gosh, that could have been even better." <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm uh I'm gonna go with uh Turkey Day game with Dallas. Um, pulling for Brandon Cooks here, man. Uh, he's at eight point four three points right now. Um, I'm going to go over. I think he finds the end zone this week. Washington, as we already said, has taken over as the worst possible team uh, against receivers. Um, I think CD's going to eat all day too, but Dak's going to be there and Cooks is hopefully going to find the end zone. So I'm going to go over the 8.43. For Cooks. All right. Joe, what do you got? Uh, I already gave my mic. Oh, sorry. Mike. I wasn't sure if you were going to show the video or not. I will. Right. I'll, I'll show it at the. Uh, might as well get the picks in first. So it's been a rough couple weeks for Derrick Henry, but he's going to bounce back this week against the Carolina Panthers. Second best matchup against the running backs, allowing 26.5 half PPR points. And the thing is, is like. Carolina has not been playing, you know, games that where you're scoring a lot because that's really been the issue there, you know, against, you know, Jacksonville last week. It went up big. Couldn't really use Derrick Henry. Got 10, uh, 10 rushing attempts. And then the previous week, Tampa Bay, they were down six, you know, finished the game six to 20. This game, I think it's going to be a little bit back and forth where Derrick Henry gets his, you know, usual 20 plus touches and he could easily smash his over. And he's only projected 13.2. So, Give me a touchdown and Derrick Henry smashes that. Okay. What sorry, what was the projection? I missed the number. Uh 13.2. Okay. I don't know if you ever oh. said it. Okay. Um, all right. So uh Marcus, real quick, uh just we, I'll show you what uh what you're in for if you lose. Okay. Uh, I do have my video because I did not make it uh before last week's show, unfortunately. So here is what we got. Really string picks from Fantasy Six Pack. I uh, yeah, don't know where I'm supposed to go. Apparently, um, I believe this is the week 10 loss video for Deontay Johnson doing next to nothing. Thanks, AJ, for picking him as my player. Yeah. But now my kid is <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> The, the laughs are always the best. <laughs> the joy your children are having by so yeah. stringing Oh, yeah. Uh... This time my back is working. Yeah. When yeah. it gets near the end, it just becomes like liquid spray, and it's not it's not uh, good. <laughs> but um, Yeah, I, uh, no, it's, I, it's, it's fun. I breathed in a little bit too much of it the last time and was like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. That was All right. Well, hearing your stories, I uh I am a huge Stefan Diggs fan this week. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's uh, go, exactly. Steph. It's a yes. it's a good time. Uh, it, you know, and, uh, but I will say yeah. the people that get to spray you have much more fun than you do. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. yes. 
Yes. And your kids. At least my kids don't hit get... me in the face like they do you, AJ. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you need to get your kids some stools or something. Or aim and up. Aim I up. have. I have. I asked them politely before week one not to smack me in the face with it. I thought Terrible. they would just not listen, Terrible. but they were pretty cool about yeah, it. Yeah, so my family cool. does not listen. But then <laughs> right. again, I didn't tell them not to. They just automatically do it. And I'm All right. I mean, I, I I just have like okay. a, an, an anchor man, like, you know, no touching of the hair or face. Yeah. You know, sort oh, yeah. Of thing. <laughs> there are rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Marcus, I want to thank you for coming on to the show, man. Uh, it was a great time. And uh, before we let you go, uh, let everybody know where they can find you and uh, what you got going on these next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, the best place to find me is uh, on Twitter, X, Twitter, Twitter. Um, Twitter. At Marcus G, M A R C A S G. That's kind of where I'm posting a lot of my stuff. But uh, individually, uh, I am on NFL Fantasy Live, which is on NFL Network. Our show is on uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, just set, I say, set your DVR if anybody still runs their DVRs. Uh, set your DVR. We usually are on at uh, 6 o'clock Eastern time most days of the week. Uh, I do the NFL Fantasy Football Show, which is both a streaming show and a podcast, along with Michael F. Florio, not the guy who runs Pro Football Talk. This guy <laughs> is cool. Um, so yeah. uh, check that out. Also... Love it. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got stories about that. Um, uh. Also, I, I'm doing some stuff uh, over at fantasylife.com. Uh, I, I get to do a show with Dwayne McFarlane and Ian Harditz, who are incredibly smart and fun. Uh, also fortunate enough this year to do a show with Matthew Barry and with Golden Tate, which is uh, very cool oh, as well. Cool. Uh, oh, so yeah. you can check that out at either at fantasylife.com or you can go over to uh, YouTube and just look for you know Fantasy Life. Uh, over there, so uh, plenty of places. And then I'm also I do stuff on TikTok, uh, which I never thought I would say out loud. But I am a TikToker now, so that's that's where we are in my. I life. opened up a TikTok account and then promptly didn't use it. Yeah, it's funny because like I my wife would like sit on the couch and giggle and stuff, and like I would open it up and it was either people dancing or it was like women who were wearing very little clothing, and I'm like, this app is going to get me divorced. Um, <laughs> yeah. So once once I was able Yo, to finesse the algorithm, way. yeah, once I was able to finesse the algorithm into you know what I thought was more acceptable, uh, I kind of settled into it. So it's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I feel you. Um, all right, man. Well, thanks again for coming on. Uh, well, hopefully we can do it again soon. Sounds yeah. good, guys. I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot. All right, All right man. Much appreciated. Happy Thanksgiving to you and family, and uh, enjoy the holiday weekend. Indeed. All right. Uh, Mike, do we have any other questions before uh, we, we bounce? I feel like some came in. Oh, Dion again asking, with Walker injured, do I start Jerome Ford or Mixon? God, these like, easy ones are so hard. I would go and joke you. Uh, no, but the Ford or Mixon first. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still going Mixon. I'm going just, Mixon. I mean, he's gonna. I mean, I think he's, he's, the, only person, he's the only running back who gets the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Joku or Pitts? Yeah, it's just the Joku for me. I'm DTR yep. loved. The joke this past week, and I don't think it changes. So, yeah, exactly. Um, Bob Dole think, sighting. What's up, Bob? Yep, Bob Dole. Love it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, that is it. Uh, want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you all enjoy it with your friends and your family. 
And uh, we will be back next week on our regular time Thursday night. So have fun and uh, see you all then. Gobble, gobble, happy turkey.